Each week on Culture 101, we check the cultural pulse at a different distinct place around the motu. And they don't get much more distinct than Karamea. Karamea is the last stop driving north on Te Waipunamu's west coast. It's known for its beautiful Nico palm dotted bush, beaches, limestone arches and rivers. At the last census, 714 people were living there. And resident Jessie Creedmore joins me on the line now. Kia ora, Jessie. How are you going? Good, thank you. And you reckon, culturally, Karamea punches above its weight? Oh, it 100% does. <laughs> and uh, like you said, it's a very small population. Um, but we've had a pop-up gallery happening here ever since March last year. Um, and I had our curator, Sinai, send me through some of the, the latest stats. And we've had 65 local artists exhibiting in that time. Wow. Which is, which is incredible. So it's a little known fact. And it's kind of like, this is the new art frontier waiting to be discovered. Yeah. You have more than 60 artists and 21 different nationalities. And that is an incredibly surprising and unknown fact because Mm. I think on the face of it, you drive in and, you know, think dairy farmers and maybe some alternative lifestylers. And so we were quite, we were quite pleasantly surprised to discover that as well. So it's a real, it's a real spectrum of, like you say, dairy farmers, there's some um, artisanal producers, alternative lifestyles. Yep. How did you end up there? So I have um, a history here of I um, so personally lived here for a few years, many, many moons ago. Um, I moved here for love. Um, and sadly, my partner um, was killed in a helicopter accident. Oh. And then destiny brought me back here. Um, and the second time around, I've really... Um, grown deeper roots and it's the sort of place that gets under your skin and um, and of course my artistic side um, connects with the place because there's honestly if, you know five minutes away in any direction there's so much inspiration it's just an incredibly special place so love calling it home now. Well I'm sorry to hear about your partner but I, but I imagine with all those artists around you it's quite a supportive community and you'd feel you know you've Hugely. got all, all the people around you. Huge, uh, huge, and it's amazing how the arts have brought people together because mm. Academy has had a pretty tough time over the last few years. Um, the Heafy Track has um, been closed for two years, and that was an incredible source of tourism for us mm, because mm. it's one road in, one road out. The mm. biggest driver here is the dairy farmers, but the tourism was important. Then COVID happened, so it's had a real knockback. Um, but the artist community have really brought people together um, and just the, the pop-up gallery this weekend has been an example where um, all of these people have been brought back together, including people who make, uh, a guy has made a copper still for making shats, and he's got that on display. Um, then oh, there cool. is a new, just a, one of the ladies who's Penny Cole, who served us coffee, she's just ventured out on her uh, artistic um, adventure, and she's able to exhibit her artwork, and that's a, a hugely rewarding thing for us to see, and also for herself. So, so this is, and this is the pop-up gallery in the old uh, Academy Hardware store. Hardware, mm, yeah, hardware. rich with history, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you mentioned the heavy track earlier. That, that's it's, going to, that's expected to reopen. Nineteenth uh, of October. Yep. Yes. So this is after this is after a lot of significant work following the cy- uh, cyclone damage. So does that mean last summer was very quiet? Incredibly, incredibly yeah. quiet. And because it's also not just summer season, but for example, Vinny, by the way, best pies in the world. You got to come and visit. So um, best pies in the world. Quiet, best pies in the world. Oh wow. I'm slightly biased. Slightly biased. <laughs> okay. Sure enough, but he's had the quietest 
quietest winter ever because don't forget mountain bikers, mm. you know, throughout the winter. So it's it's had a huge impact. And I wish I had, um, I only have anecdotal evidence from talking to people. One operator, the last resort, 70% down on occupancy. So it's been really, really tough for a lot of people here. So with with that track hopefully opening and and going, you know, as we as you move forward, the, tourism is very much part of the future. That's you know that's a key part of the community. Hundred percent, but it's one of those things. You know, I think that, um, and we've recently been um, embarking on a community plan, and there's more work to be done around what, and the community needs to hundred percent be brought into that conversation about what tourism do we want? Mm. You know, because communities need to be empowered to decide their own future and. One thing about people coming up the Hippie Track is they're already here. Um, they've enjoyed the amazing Karangia National Park and they've come into Karamea. They've already had an impact on the environment. So it's like kind of, you know, it makes sense for them to stop and stay a while, stay mm. for three days because there's so much to do. There are 26 different walking tracks in and around Karamea. There's the undiscovered arts. You know, there's things around, um, there's the second largest estuary on the West Coast oh, here wow. in Karamea. All these things that a lot of people just don't know about this little tiny settlement that stay a while, stay and play, because there's so much to to enjoy that you don't see um, in the media or in yeah. um, promotion of the place. I'm not going to lie, I had to Google the place and I had to kind of zoom in and look on the map because I sort of <laughs> had, never, had never heard of it before. But you've got other re- other events that have been going on at the Kara Wearable Art Show. And so that was a yep, that was a pop up um, pop up event, and it was um, incredible, mind blowing. We were so thrilled. <laughs> and the annual Karamea Pudding Club. So we also the Pudding Club. We also have um, uh, the Winter School, which was started many many moons ago, and has been incredible in terms of um, share, school sharing. Mm. And so the Pudding Club was um, as an event that happens sort of at the end of that as a way to wrap up and celebrate and everyone brings a pudding along. So, yeah, the Pudding Club, it's it's kind of a quirky name in itself, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, then if anyone's ever on the West Coast, then, um, you know, Karamea, put that on the the list, I reckon. And and allow time because, like I said, a lot of people don't realise it's one road in and out. Mm. It does take an hour and a half, um, or if you mean an hour and a quarter, drive from Westport. Having said that, it's literally a 50-minute flight from Wellington. Fly to Westport and get a shuttle in because it's then you can be from Windy Wellington to the tropical. We're, we're, we're in the West Coast, but we're tucked in by Hong Kong Bay. We've got the most amazing temperate climate. So, yeah, come from come from Wellington by all means or um, drive in from Westport. It's a stunning road, winding, and you're off the grid, you're away. It's, it's peaceful, it's tranquil. And come and enjoy some culture and art. Um, which is waiting to be discovered. Sounds really nice, actually. And um, 26 walking tracks to choose from. That's resident Jessie Creedmore. Thank you for your time today in Karamea.